0: And this is our podcast about love marriage and relationships
1: please check us out online at couplesynergy.com or on facebook instagram youtube twitter and linkedin at CoupleSynergy. synergy and please subscribe to our podcast leave us a review or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about keep in mind that this podcast like today is broadcasted live every monday at 6 p.m central time on facebook youtube and linkedin so join our discussion with questions or just stop by to say hi. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 25 years.
0: You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people they can do, to create the relationship they've always dreamed of.
1: With the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, we're talking about the pace of a human being. Yeah, and uh, before we do that, before we get into that discussion of the pace of a human being, I just wanted to read off a couple um, reviews that a couple people have put on our podcast. I think it is on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, on Apple Podcasts. So one of them was a guest on our podcast, and it was Liz Polinsky. Uh, She said, grateful to be a guest. I got to be a guest on episode 274 to talk about military relationships. I'm grateful to the host for allowing me to be a guest and for also including topics related to military and veteran couples on their podcast. Given the shortage of mental health professionals in America and the need for more mental health counselors to become trained in couples work and military related concerns, I'm so glad podcasts like this exist to help support couples looking to improve their relationships thanks Liz it was a really great discussion um, if you guys out there want to listen to that that episodes episode 274 um, another uh, review is also no topic off limits this is from PR girl 47 no topic off limits refreshing and real conversations lessons in every episode thank you so much for that that was a really
0: great review You know, before we get into this topic, what we do in working with relationships Hmm. is so incredibly awesome and so incredibly terrible (laughs) 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 because do you know what it's like to try to market and the words we have to sell stuff? I mean, there's so many things they make it seem like, oh, this is so incredible Just so you buy it, and you buy it, and it's garbage. And it's so difficult for us to be able to share our wealth of knowledge with people and have them believe us because there's so much lying, which is part of this topic of the pace of a human being. So much
1: misinformation. You you don't really know what you can believe anymore Mm -hmm. these days. And some of you might be wondering why I'm wearing this hunter's orange cap here is because I literally came off of the mountain about an hour ago and because hunting season started. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's why this, this topic kind of came, came to mind because, you know, I've been, I actually have not been staying up on the mountain this year. Last year I did that, but.
0: Well, we did for first season when I was first season,
1: we did do that. Right. Um, But this time for a second season, I'm kind of going back and forth, you know, and uh, it's, it's really quite an adjustment. You know, you are, you're out there for hours and the nature is just surrounding you. You are like in nature, literally in it, and there's just nothing to do but to just be and listen and listen, right. And observe and just every little nuance, every little movement, every little sound, just a drop of, you know, water coming off of a branch and and hitting the ground. You, You are so attuned to all of it, which is not something that happens in normal society. In normal society, you're actually bombarded mm-hmm. to the point that you are kind of overwhelmed. I, I think completely overwhelmed to the point you kind of shut down and turn yeah. off.
0: Yeah, and get anxiety and depression
1: yeah. You get, you get and, fried. Yeah. You get fried. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, it is just such a an important concept that not many people a- are able to experience the pace of a human being
0: right and the pace of a human being if you think about that it's how fast can you walk how far can you see how quickly can you observe something you know interesting thing that happens in nature a lot is if you're with another person and they say oh look at that and you go to look and you didn't see it. Mm. And it's it's so interesting how nature will show itself or not show itself. And if you are interacting with something in nature, it's for sure because nature wants to interact with you. And the elk have not been showing themselves. <laughs> so. That's for sure. <laughs> been... Not in many years. Uh. So You know, one thing that's interesting is a neighbor of ours. He also came down off the mountain today, and the first thing he said is, "I'm I'm grateful to be home, and healthy, and you know, because it it things can happen out in nature. You can slip, you can fall, you can lots of things. I fell
1: a couple times. Yeah, Um, yeah, and
0: it could be instantaneous where your life takes a big turn really quick for sure. And you know, if you If you think about being out in nature, maybe you're in the garden and your partner says to you, hey, come check this out. And you put your tools down, you take your gloves off, you walk away and you go and look at whatever they're showing you. When you come back, your gloves didn't move.
1: Hmm.
0: And your flowers are still there, whatever you were doing. It's all still there. But if you're watching TV... Or whatever screen you're on, and and you'll notice this on social media, it instantly changes your screen and you can never get it back. If you see something on there and you click it and it resets and then you oh, can't because, find it.
1: Yeah, because the algorithms are yep. already changing.
0: And that anxiety that gets produced because when if you're watching a screen and someone says, hey, come here, let me show you this. When you get back, that screen's long, long gone. Yeah. And that's that FOMO fear of missing out. And they want you to start looking for it again and trying to connect and trying to be part of something. And it just creates a bunch of anxiety for us. And it's not real. Like, if you never see that thing again, you're not going to die. You're not going to starve to death. You're not going to fall off a cliff. I could be chased by a bear, you know. And so we have all this unnatural anxiety and unnatural. Interactions with the world.
1: You, you know what's interesting is that fear of missing out. It actually it also exists at, at the you know when you're hunting because you know you'll be <laughs> sitting there and you will be you know kind of watching where you're at and everything and then you'll hear a shot like in the distance miles away in the distance yeah. and then you're like oh you know I'm missing out. Like
0: oh why why not me?
1: <laughs> yeah, like maybe I should be over there. Yeah. or something, you know. And it, it's, I think it's it's like an instinctual thing, right? For sure, because mm-hmm. of natural resources, right? Wanting to get those resources, and if someone else gets those resources, then you you feel like you're missing out, right? And so what happens is that in Our contrived society with social media, they really, they kind of capitalize on that instinctual, you know,
0: that instinct in us. Right. The whole field of psychology created the algorithms of the platforms to keep us feeling a certain way right? so that we really want to be part of that.
1: Yeah. And then we want to get these, we want to get likes and... You know it's like oh this person's got a lot of likes and you know am i missing out on something you know in in not following them or listening to what they're saying and so it, it is it is something that really competes with a marriage and with a, a committed partnership because if you are constantly being pulled in multiple directions and by multiple things then you are not moving at the pace of a human being in a relationship
0: i remember that feeling in our relationship yeah and i used to say to you i wish i was an email mm. because then you would want to open it up and see what was happening
1: then you, you then
0: you did send me emails <laughs> it was he, i'd be sitting right next to you yeah and you would be three screens deep. Remember, I used to say that you'd have your phone, your laptop, and the TV, and the TV on. And it was so habitual. We were very asleep back then, and mm-hmm. and I would just sit there and be kind of lonely. And you'd be all three screens deep, and yeah, I'd text you or send you an email or something, and be like, "Hi, I'm right here." Well, I mean, that is
1: <laughs> that's the 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 stark contrast of living out here, you know, in this in this kind of rural area and and even the experience of, of going into nature, whether we're hiking, whether we're camping, whether we're we're hunting, you, you are you're totally unplugged and you are totally immersed in what life is supposed to be.
0: Well interestingly well, you're on your adventure, you know, I went to the local coffee shop with a neighbor and she saw this guy and he had a a, a trailer full of uh, firewood. And so he comes in and we ask him, you know, where'd you get the firewood? And he's like, Oh, you know, this guy over here, he's, he's selling it. And, and I said, well, you know, we're looking for some, could you give me his number? And he, and he leaves, and he puts his stuff down on, on the table <laughs> with us, his, Not his phone, something else. And he leaves. We see him outside on on the phone, and he's calling the guy probably to get permission to give us his number. And comes back in, and he's like, do you mind if I join you? And sits down and has his breakfast with us. (laughs) His name was Ray. He was a nice guy. And and then, like, 10 minutes later, the guy that he called, his name is Saw, because only in Colorado. Anyone. Saw. Saw.
1: Is selling firewood. His
0: selling firewood. He walks in the door to introduce. Like literally his
1: real name was Saw.
0: No, I think it's a nickname because he was telling us a story about how him and his son and his grandson and his Uh great-grandson did something on this hill for the guy that used to own it. So he knew where we lived. He knows a lot of people that we kind of know. And I mean, he's 80-something years old. And and today he drove up two cords. Of wood, I don't know if you guys know how big that is, but it's if it's four foot by four foot, I think that's a half a cord. So a regular pickup
1: truck, if you fill Fill the bed, the bed up, yeah, it's three quarters of a cord. Well, it's not a full cord.
0: He had slats going up higher. Yeah. So if the slats are up. And yep. fill up to the top. That's a quarter. He brought me two of those. Oh. And this man at 80 years old is climbing in and out of the back of a pickup truck and delivering wood after he just loaded it up. But that's that's the thing is like I met this man two days ago, three days ago, whatever it is, two days ago. And he's now been here in our house and and, and, and met him, came over to he say hello. Met and, him in
1: a natural way because I have yeah. been trying to get firewood mm-hmm. for the past two months through Facebook Marketplace and these people are not dependable. They're not like showing up. Yeah. They're not committing anything. So, you know, it's like you meet someone local and you strike up a conversation in like a normal pace of a human being. <laughs> Well,
0: right. interestingly, later that day, I sent him a text mm-hmm. and our neighbor's like, I think he's the kind of guy that you need to call. I don't think he
1: he texts,
0: but he called uh-huh. and we talked on the phone that night uh-huh. and then he called last night and I called him back this morning. Like out here, people talk to each other. Right? They don't <laughs> like you don't just text. And if you're if you see someone, you stop and you say hello everywhere, everywhere. And if you don't know people, they introduce themselves to you and it's. It, it, it's a really nice feeling of that. It, it's not that feeling that you feel when you just are in a room with a bunch of people that walk past you.
1: I actually saw an article where it said that um, texting is more polite now when you are starting up a conversation with someone new than to call them.
0: I would agree that that's how they feel. Yeah. Because it takes more effort to to call and to actually have a conversation so it's like permission and and i noticed that too with us like we text people and say would you like to have a phone call later and we schedule it whether it's our kids or our friends or a zoom chat you know like you can't just (laughs) ring them up a zoom chat they have to be prepared (laughs) or i'm going to call you at this time will you be around and available So there's not an interruption of your life, but But everyone's so busy out here. Oh, people drop by your house out here. And and out
1: here you call people. Oh, yeah. You don't don't text them.
0: No, no.
1: You actually call them. And and it's, again, the pace of a human being.
0: (laughs) And it's so much better for your mental wellness. Right. And your emotional health. And uh, there's just not the drive out here for things. You know, like, is there a good chance you could go down and try to go for dinner somewhere and the restaurant's not open that night? Right. Right. It happens pretty regularly. But then there's another one that is, and you just kind of adapt to that. And there's so much more uh, things you have to tolerate here. Hmm. You have to tolerate, first of all, altitude itself is something you tolerate. It's less oxygen up here. But you have to tolerate how long things take.
1: And you have to have patience. Yep. You know, you you just have to let go of trying to get 15 things done within a time frame because it's just not going to happen. And you just need to go about something and try. And if it happens, it happens. Like, you know, we took the trailer up um, for first season hunting and, and we had a flat tire. And the spare for for the trailer and the spare for the trailer was here at the house, which is an hour and a half away from where we were at. And so we had to come back. We had to get the tire and then we had to go back and put the tire on. And then that tire didn't work. Right. (laughs) That tire got flat. (laughs) So then we had to take the tire back and I had to take it to the shop to go get fixed and then to take it back. I mean, this is, Many things take all day oh, to do. It, it really yeah. does. It really does. I remember
0: reading an article, and it talked about, um, like the time when I was a kid. You two, also, I think, uh, you would have these boxes of cereal with with box tops. Remember the box tops? Oh yeah. And then it would say, save three of these box tops, and then send in a self addressed stamped envelope, right? With a dollar fifty, and you're gonna get some toy or something and you would have to wait three boxes worth of cereal that you had to
1: eat eat. you'd like eat like several bowls (laughs) to get through it
0: (laughs) and then you had to mail it and then you had to wait for the mail and this whole process (sighs) might take six weeks two months and now we had and this this was just i think when the fax machine was coming out that people would stand by the fax machine and their anxiety would be through the roof because they wanted it and they wanted it now, you know, they're waiting for it. And they want it now. It was the same thing with email or whatever we're doing. It was like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And all of that really stops you from being in this moment. And I remember the first time we weren't hunting, we were scouting. And that's, it's so different than hiking. Mm-hmm. Cause when you hike, you're walking through nature but when you're hunting you have to pay attention you're you're looking you're you're listening and everything is you're just so present it's such a spiritual experience i was so surprised mm-hmm. by how spiritual that experience was going to be of just being so present and think about the last time you just gazed into your partner's eyes for longer than a second or two mm-hmm. And a lot of times when we're working with a couple, we ask them to look at each other like we never look at each other. Well, you did when you first met. It's a bonding behavior. And then as time goes on, we stop doing that and it becomes awkward and uncomfortable. And we stop hearing our partner. We stop even listening to ourselves. And, you know, like my thing I always like to say is women don't pee when they have to pee. They don't even listen to their body having to literally go to the bathroom. And And it's so not good for us mm. so we would really encourage you to spend some electronic free time to look at your partner
1: preferably get out in nature.
0: yeah, even though winter is knocking on the door. but still, it's lovely to be you you sat in two feet of snow this weekend yeah
1: for for hours. For like I sat four, here four watching it
0: snow. I I watched it snow
1: on me. I had to like every like five minutes or so I had to knock the snow off of my head because it was just piling piling up up. on my shoulders and my head.
0: (laughs) I I always notice that with the animals that are out there. There's just a ton of animals here, whether they're cows or horses or llamas or sheep or wild animals. And they do. They just stand there and take it. And they just stand in the snow and it snows on them. And you were part of that, you know, and we we try to shelter ourselves from so many of those things. But I remember, I love that feeling. And the only time I really had it when we lived in Illinois was uh, shoveling at night and you'd sit there and you'd listen to the snowfall and, and maybe just be till your neighbor Fires up their snowblower and ruins it all, but just that s- sound of insulated I just, silence. I was laughing
1: because it's been years since I've heard that sound.
0: Yeah, we don't even own a snowblower, right?
1: Because you can't. It, it, you, can't you couldn't even find either.
0: the sticks for the brushing off the car, so you used a leaf blower. That was hilarious. Well, it works. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't need those kind of things anymore.
1: No. So you know and and we're talking about living at the pace of a human being from our own personal experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we both were born and bred in the Chicagoland area and lived the majority of our lives there and have mm-hmm. really only been out here in western Colorado for the past 2 years. Right. So for but us, we did
0: start start hiking seven years ago. We,
1: we did, yes. So we have had that yeah. experience of hiking for long periods of time, and and backpacking and being out in nature like that. Um, but living in it all the time, twenty four seven, with everything that goes with it, that is a new experience for us. And so, you know, this is this is really we always say we we can't teach it if we don't live it, and we are truly living it and trying to pass along our experience, you know, onto you. Um, really, we encourage all of you guys, if you live in a city, um,
0: get out in nature. Seven days. It takes seven days being in nature to reset your circadian rhythm, is that what it's called? Sure. You know, we were we were designed to wake up with the sun, go to bed with the sun. And if you've ever slept in a tent and you start to feel the warmth of the sun after the cold night, and you start to hear the sounds of the birds, and you start to see light, and it naturally wakes you up in a very lovely way. And, and we're night people; we don't really go to bed till very late, and we usually sleep in pretty late. And in nature, we don't do that. And at, at eight o'clock at night, you are in your tent and your sleeping bag. is cold, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we go to bed before sundown when we when we hike, and we get up before around sunrise, and. It just feels really great. You know, it it just feels great. It's not that hard. And you'd be surprised at going out in nature is not the shock. It's coming back.
1: It sure is. Well, we want to thank you for joining us today on Couple Synergy. And the topic of moving and living at the pace of a human being. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs, such as Relationship 101, the home study course which you can purchase and and do the home study course at home (laughs) the next couples relationship enhancement weekend and our premier couples coaching program called couple to couple look us up online at couples synergy.com
0: and if you know someone who could benefit from this episode please download it and share it and thank you for listening
1: I just noticed that a lot of our our exit or outro, outro uh-huh. there's a lot of alliteration, The couples, couple, <laughs> couples <laughs> and, and I was going to say, you know, if
0: you if you have kids that are anxious, depressed, get them out in nature and they're going to, they're going to fight you for about the first hour or two hours. And then they're going to just transform completely in front of you. We see it with kids come out and visit us. And it's really an amazing thing and worth the effort.